in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to, and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle, and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. like to thank Lovence for being my affiliate partner for my podcast, as well as my blog at christinekellogg.com. Lovence brings sex tech to every bedroom. Their wide selection of sex toys can be controlled via Bluetooth and even at long distances through their app. Find out how to take your experiences and control to the next level at lovence.com. Episode 7. Holy shit. So this week we're going to talk about chastity. What is chastity? We're going to talk about it in how it works in my life. We're going to talk about how it works for my sexy husband. We are going to talk about different chastity devices. And at the end I have some funny stories for you. You'll like them. I promise they're good. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is what is a male chastity device? Well, in my opinion, it's fucking fantastic. A male chastity device is a cage for the penis. If I'm not mistaken, I think they make some female chastity devices, but not really up my alley. So I haven't done a whole lot of investigation on them. So the male chastity device goes around the balls and there's a cage that encloses the penis. It is extremely painful when you get an erection. And also one of my favorite things when it happens to my hubby. Um... How did we find the male chastity device or the cock cage? Um, 
I think my husband actually approached me about it, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know. I think he was on Tumblr, if I recall correctly. He was on Tumblr and he saw something about it, shot me a text and said, what do you think about a male chastity device? And I'm like, uh, what is that? And he said, it's basically a cage for my cock. And I believe my response was, uh, fuck yeah, let's do that. I'm on board. One of the many things that I didn't really have to process much, I knew right away, I liked it. So along with the discovery of the cage comes the purchasing of the cage. In this, there was many, many trial and error, many errors, lots of trials, many errors. So we, I think, honestly, I think my husband looked up different lengths, sent me a bunch. We ordered a bunch of different cages because they have silicone, they have metal, um, they have ones that have a device that goes up the male's urethra. I am not a fan of that because I've had a fucking catheter and I know that fucking shit hurts. So I'm not going to make him do that. That's a level of pain that I don't even want to imagine even him going through. It's just not. Ouch. So trial and error, we ordered a silicone one. We ordered a um, metal one. Now, the metal ones are quite different from what we have seen. Um, some just have rings and you gauge, we gauge the size. I don't know if this is the right way or not, but fuck it. It's what we do. Um, we gauge the size by the amount of rings. Like right now he has one on that I think has six rings, which is entirely too big. We need to go down to four rings, I think. And if I'm really feeling bitchish, we could probably slam him in a two ringer, but I'm not sure I'm ready for that yet either. That would be extremely painful with a boner. Fun, but painful for him. So we ordered a silicone one and we ordered a steel one. And the steel one we ordered was fully enclosed. Fully, There was no rings. It was just full steel. And then there was a hole at the end for the pee, basically. Or whatever else I made come out of that little hole. That one was... That one was okay. I didn't really like the look of it as much. Um, I more prefer the rings because I like to be able to poke it with my finger because I'm sadistic like that. So the other disadvantage with the full metal one or the full steel one where there's no rings, it's just a full piece. One, it's extremely heavy, which I like the weight of it, which we'll get into. But it's real hard to clean. And pee is acidic. So by that theory of rationale, the end of it obviously started rusting. So I like to inflict pain on my husband, but I feel like a rusty cock cage at the end of his dick probably is unsafe on many levels. So we decided not a good one for full-time use. So we got rid of that one. Uh, We did try a silicone one. Um, I wasn't a fan of the silicone one because 
one. It's just not quite heavy enough. I did make him wear a pink one, and I'll bring that up at the end in my funny stories. But the silicone ones, I don't, I don't think there's enough weight to them for my liking, and I just don't know how comfortable it was for him. Again, it's full silicone, so there's no rings, and I'm assuming it stretches if he gets an erection, and what fun is that? Uh, also, the silicone, I think, absorbs the odor a little bit. I was not a fan of that one. We didn't really experiment much with the silicone one because once we received the steel ring one that I knew right away as soon as he put it on, I'm like, that one's the one I like. That's my favorite. I like that one. The weight is good. So just to recap, the different types, there's silicone, there's full steel, there's the steel or the metal that has the rings on it, and maybe a steel, I don't know if it's steel or, I don't know steel metal. I don't know. Anyway, those are the three different types that we found. And again, there are many, many, many different ones out there. You just have to determine what is going to be your usage. So on that note, my husband wears his 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year, unless I determine that he should be let out. Obviously, if there's issues, if you know, I mean, there's circumstances where it comes off. I mean, he does occasionally get laid, not very often, but sometimes. So you have to determine when ordering a cage, determine what your usage is going to be. Is it going to be something where your subby is locked up all the time? Is it something some people just do it? They make their husband sleep in it or their boyfriend or whatever. They sometimes just have to sleep in it at night or only wear it on the weekends. There's really no wrong answer. It's really about the dynamics of your relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be a full-time thing. That's just what we choose. So you just have to figure out what works best for you, and then you can go on to figure out what cage is going to be best for you. Each type of the different cage, I mean, it doesn't hurt either to have multiple on hand because each different circumstance may call for a different cage. Like if you're having playtime and there's a specific one that you really like the look of, or it's a little bit tight for him and not a good daily driver or whatever the case may be, it doesn't hurt to have a collection either. I really would love to build up a nice collection, but right now we just have a few and we also have kids in the fucking house. So there's that. So cleaning too. Let's talk about cleaning. So the one that my subby currently has, has, uh, like I said, six rings and we have a toothbrush that we keep and we make sure that, you know, once a week or so we take it off, we give it a good cleaning with the toothbrush. However, the nice thing about the ring, having the rings around the cock cage that he has is he can get his fingers in there with some soap and water when he showers. So it gets a good daily cleaning. And we've noticed that we haven't had the issue with like the urine breaking down the end of the metal and it rusting like the one full steel cage that we had. That one was really rusty. It was bad. Could have caused some serious damage to his little willy. So then that's one of the benefits of the ring one. Again, with the silicone one, I'm sure it's quite easy to clean. I guess I'm not, we haven't used that one in a long time. So I can't remember how he did that one because that one was a full It was full silicone with just the pee hole at the end. 
the feasibility of the different cages too, it really depends on what the person wearing the cage is doing. Like my husband has a pretty labor intensive job. So if I was a nice wife, which I'm not, a lighter one would probably be better. However, I like him to be at work and have the weight in his pants to just remember who's in charge. I think that's my biggest turn on about this one specifically. And like I said, I like the rings because I like to poke it with my fingernail every now and then. (laughs) I mean, my enjoyment's important, right? So you really have to gauge or, you know, just kind of discuss and figure out which one is going to work best and how often you want to wear it. Again, it doesn't have to be a 24 hour a day thing that it's not for everybody and that's okay. You just have to do what's best for you and your partner in your relationship. As far as how it works for us, I think I've pretty much covered that I'm fucking in love with it. I love it. October is my favorite month. It's just fucking fantastic. And we kind of covered this a little bit too in my last episode about the amount of trust that it takes to hand over the key to something that's locked on a very vital part of your body. And it's changed our relationship dramatically. I I love, well, I mean, I love my husband anyway, but this has taken it to a new level. It's just, and the desire he has for me intensifies with the weight of the cage. Okay, so as promised, I have some funny stories for you. So my husband and I got married on New Year's Eve 2016. And we got married at the Excel Energy Center. It's freezing fucking cold here on December 31st. Freezing fucking cold. And as per usual, my husband and I were fucking late for our own wedding because that's how we roll. We're fucking late for everything. (laughs) It's just how we are. Anyway, we were late. We get there. We're rushing. We were rushing to get out of the house. And it never crossed our mind that he's wearing a metal cage and we have a suite at an NHL event. So what do you suppose is at the doors of this event center? Yes, metal detectors. I don't even fucking know how the fuck we got away with it. But let me tell you, this, this suite that we had gotten for our wedding had 50 of our family and friends, who most of which entered the building with us. And we had to pass through metal detectors. This could have gone very bad. However, somehow, he made it through, nothing went off, and we didn't have to try and explain anything in front of our friends and family. And of course, I didn't even think about it until he came up to me after he had finally gotten in. Because there was like a mad rush of people trying to get in. And he comes and tells me, oh, by the way, I'm wearing a metal cage. Do you suppose that maybe the metal detector should have gone off? Yeah, we lucked out there. However, I will tell you, we did not luck out with TSA. So the hubby and I are taking a trip to San Francisco for his work. And we think, oh, well, okay, so we have this silicone cage and they make zip tie locks for them that have a number on them. 
So you can just lock it that way. So there's no metal. The cage is completely silicone. We have a plastic zip tie holding it on, locking it in place. No metal whatsoever. So we're thinking we're golden to go through TSA at the airport to fly to California. No. Just an FYI for anybody who doesn't know, those detectors pick up solid blobs of things. So it's not necessarily a metal thing. It's where there's a solid spot of something. So basically, he went through the x-ray or metal detector, whatever it is that they do at TSA. And I'm sorry if I'm making myself sound very uneducated. I thought I was super smart having him put this, might I add, pink silicone cage on, thinking that we would be fine because it was just a metal detector. It is not. So we go through and he gets pulled aside and they say, and they run the thing down, you know, they have you put your arms out and they run the handheld one over your body. Well, of course, it fucking goes off on his crotch because he's got the silicone cock cage on. So he tells the gentleman that is doing it that he has a male chastity device on. And the gentleman that's doing it just isn't fucking quite getting what he's saying. And finally, my husband gets a little bit frustrated and says, it's a cock cage, man. I have a cock cage on. So after that, the gentleman that was waving the handheld wand over him is confused on what the fuck he's supposed to do next. So he goes and gets his supervisor. So we're pulled off to the side and I'm putting my belt back on and getting my shoes on and giggling a little because my husband is being interrogated because he has a cock cage on. So... They get a supervisor. So there's an older gentleman now standing with my husband and they had to go get another gentleman because you, I think, have to have two men because he had to go into a room and pull his pants down and show them what it was. So I'm sitting outside the door trying very hard not to laugh because the gentleman that used the hand wand is staring at me trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. So they get the two men in there and my husband unbuckles his belt or he didn't have his belt on because he took it off before he went through. So he's unbuttoning his pants. He gets his zipper down, literally pulls his underwear down and the door flies open before he even has his fucking pants back up. The guy's like, yep, that's good. I'm out. Fucking took off out the door and just left and left the door hanging half open. So here's my hubby trying to put everything back in place and zip up his pants, you know, and he's like, I can take it off and throw it away. And everybody's like, nope, nope, that's fine. We just had to see it. So needless to say, if you're going through TSA, don't wear a cock cage. It's frowned upon. And I suppose you can, but be be prepared. You're going to have to show somebody it. My favorite part, though, is that it was the pink one. Not a black one, not any other color. It was pink. I would have killed to be in someone's house that night when they went home to have dinner with their significant other. You'll never believe what I saw at the airport today. It would have been fantastic. So that's it. That's a little brief look into the life of cock cages, what we've had experience with and what we like and what we've used. 
If you have any feedback, any suggestions, any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear what you have to say. On next week's episode, we have a special guest. He's a very sexy man. He's a bull with his own podcast and has been sweet and helpful in getting my confidence up to create my own podcast. So stay tuned. It'll be fantastic. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and a review on whatever podcast app you listen on. I would really appreciate it. And please share a link to the podcast on your social media. I really believe that there may be things that I talk about that somebody might just want to hear. I'd love to be able to connect with you. So the best place to do that is probably Twitter. You can look for at Christine Kellogg, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-E. Also, I can be reached at Christine Kellogg at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast, find me on Patreon at Christine Kellogg. I have all sorts of content like photos, an erotic audio drama, premium Snapchat, read exclusively for you, and more. Also, I'm on Fiverr at Christine Kellogg. I do general erotic voiceovers like Spank Bank Audios that I was just talking about, as well as hypnosis, ASMR, audiobooks, and custom voicemail messages. Hit me up on Fiverr and mention that you heard me on this podcast, and I will give you a discount there also. Links to all these are in the show notes. Again, thank you so much. Be a good human being and stay safe. I can't wait till the next episode. Mwah!